Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to the Schmooze, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm visiting with Sammy Hahn. Sammy is an actress, singer, voiceover artist, author, and joy spotter. She most recently completed a successful off-Broadway run in Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish, which was directed by Joel Gray at stage 42. Welcome, Sammy. Hi. So nice that you could join me today um, to talk about your your book and all the rest of it. Um, so I wanted to first ask you, um, how did you find yourself on the stage as part of the production of Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish? Well, I had always loved Fiddler on the Roof and the casting director for Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish, Jamie Beth Margolis, um, had taught a theater intensive in the city that I went to, so I was friends with her on Facebook from when I was a kid, and I took that intensive. And then I saw her post on Facebook that they were looking for people to audition for the Yiddish Fiddler on the Roof, and I didn't know any Yiddish, but I just love Fiddler on the Roof, so I thought that I could email her and... I emailed her, and she got me an appointment to read for the two little girls, Sprinza and Bielka, and I just kind of learned the Yiddish, and it was really cool. And, and which part did you did you do in the play? I did Bielka, the youngest daughter. Great. And had you heard Yiddish before this? Uh, I had heard a little bit of Yiddish, you know, just some words here and there. Um, and then the Mutzel Didner, the Yiddish coach and associate assistant director on the musical Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish, sent along these Yiddish recording pronunciation guides. So I was really just listening to that and learning it that way. Well, you know, it was interesting. I was lucky enough to have received um, an invitation for the press event when you guys, I guess, all that was the first day of rehearsals. And the press was able to come and sort of interview people and see what was what. But there was a point where you were all on stage meeting one another, and they had you each stand up and introduce yourself. And one question was if you were a Yiddish speaker. And most of you were not, correct? Correct. Um, And I can imagine not only learning your lines isn't easy, but learning another language and learning your lines in that other language must have been very challenging. Yeah, it was it was really challenging. I write about that whole process a lot in my book about how Joel Gray, our director, would have us switch back and forth from doing the lines in English to doing them in Yiddish, and he would just call out which one we were doing, and we would just be flip-flopping back and forth. Interesting. So, um, yeah, let's jump into the reason that we're talking today uh, is because it just came to my attention that you have written On the Roof, A Look Inside, Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish. So can you give me a little bit of the backstory? What What was it like inside there? Yeah, um, when we moved to Stage 42 with the show a couple months into the run, I got this idea that I wanted to start interviewing people backstage and asking them about their experience in the show because I was the youngest member of the cast, so I had a lot of questions for everybody. 
And along the way, as I started interviewing people, I was imagining I could make some sort of a pamphlet or something to sell at the merchandise stand that would be really cool to give people a, a backstage glimpse at what was going on. And as I started interviewing people more, I we started talking about audition stories and rehearsal stories. And I thought about how cool it would be to have a book that actually shows that whole process of your first audition to the rehearsals to being in the show for so long. Um, and I thought that I really wanted to make that happen. And are there one or two stories you could share that were kind of either insightful stories or fun stories? Uh, yeah, I, um, well, a lot of people share their first audition stories in the book, which is really funny because a lot of times I think the auditions that you think are going well and you really think you're going to get them, you don't get for some reason. And the ones that you think that you walk out of and are like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. Um, I can't believe that happened or, are the ones that you end up getting. And there's a lot of that and a lot of, you know, chance of people didn't think they could make the auditions and, and they're running at the last minute. And then, you know, suddenly you get that call and that's really exciting. And a lot of stories about the changes that happen over the course of a show and, and different numbers that we rehearse and go through different versions of. And, you know, I share some stories about what numbers I got cut from and then put back into and then other numbers I just got taken out of and how that's kind of a really emotional thing, but also it's it's just part of the whole process of the show. And I bet you build up a really strong relationship with the cast members um, that helps you get through all of those different situations? Yeah, our our cast was just this big family, and that's definitely part, a big part of the book, too, is talking about how I've made these lifelong friendships with people who were, you know, older than me and, and at different experience levels, but we all kind of came together, and, you know, there there would be a crazy moment where everyone would be so frustrated or I would be crying because a rehearsal didn't go well for me and, you know, somebody offers me a piece of chocolate or um, a hug backstage and, and those moments really kind of just make you feel like you're, you're really in a good place. So if you liked the story of Fiddler on the Roof, what was it like to be a part of telling that story on stage? It was... It was the most amazing. I think I think doing the story in Yiddish really brought us all together and it added that authenticity to the show we were performing. And Joel directed us very, you know, simply and honestly and we were really just able to be those characters and understand how important the story was for those characters and and tell it for them. And I had always watched Fiddler on the Roof with my family growing up, but sometimes when we were really young, um, my parents used to turn it off after the first act because it got too scary. So then to to do it, the, the full thing, you know, and, and to kind of grow up into that, being able to see what the show is really about and, and tell that story was really cool. And it must have been thrilling to work with Joel and Jackie Hoffman. You had some big names in that cast. Yeah, Joel, Joel is Joel is the best. He is 
he's just so amazing. You know, the first time I met him, I was so intimidated by him. Um, but then he, he just kind of comes up to you and he, he gives you a big hug and he, he really cares about every single person in the show and, and he cares about coming back to see the show all the time and checking in with everyone. And, and Jackie Hoffman, I mean, she is, she is hilarious. She was always lifting everybody's spirits and, and making jokes and just keeping everybody so, you know, light and, and having fun. And, and at the same time is such a super caring person too. So it was, it was crazy and, and wonderful to get to know both of them. I'll bet. And can you tell me, there's a lot going on in the play uh, in terms of learning the not just the language, but the choreography, the music, and, and all of that. And how did that go for you? Um, it, the, I, love, I love the music so much. I tried to learn all of the music before the first rehearsal um, because I wanted to be really prepared. You know, I, was, I knew I was the youngest and the least experienced probably in the show. So I was like, okay, I'm going to really get this down before I go in there. And with the choreography, I've actually never really been a good dancer. And at the, I tell my, my callback story in the book too. And, and at the callback, I totally messed up the whole dance combination. And we, st we started and we were doing these turns and I landed my turns and I was facing the complete opposite direction of everyone else. And I was just like cracking up, like so embarrassed. So the dancing was a process for me. And also, one of the things, I saw the production, and it was just fabulous. And I know that originally it was only going to be, I think, six weeks, and it just went on and on and on. I guess you weren't sure that you were signing on for that, <laughs> were you? <laughs> no, I, it was supposed to be such a short, sweet little summer show. And then all of a sudden, everyone was coming to see it, and, and people were making a big deal out of it. And we realized that we had something really special going on. And then one day, you know, we're all pulled into the theater house and the producers come to talk to us and they're like, we're going to extend this show and keep going with it because we just keep selling out um, with popular demand. So that, that, was, that was just crazy. Every time we extended, we were just, we were in shock and, and just so excited. As were those of us who thought it would be easy to get tickets and had to wait for months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what did you take out of the experience in terms of understanding the story and how it might relate to you or to others? I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are about that. I think I really took out of it. Um, I mean, my favorite part about theater is that we can, people can tell a story and relate to those characters and what they're going through and then get the audience members to relate to them too. And I, I thought it was so cool that even though this show was in Yiddish and a lot of people don't know anything about Yiddish, people could come see this show and they start watching it. They're looking at the, the super titles in English and then they just get glued to what's going on and they start feeling the emotions of the characters and and by the end of the show we're all just crying and we're all connected in this new way and and I think Fiddler's one of those stories that everyone can relate to you know if you're if you're a, a, a father or a mother or a daughter or 
um, you're, you're in love or you're in forbidden love or, you know, you're getting, you're getting kicked out of your homes and you're, you're having to face all of that. You, there's so many levels that that Fiddler really speaks to. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a really special show. It is. Um, and has it made you more curious to learn more about sort of Yiddish culture? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm really, it's funny, last night I watched the, the Folkspina, uh, the National Yiddish Theater Folkspina, which is where Fiddler originated from, the Fiddler and Yiddish show, I mean. Um, we performed it down, down the town there first. Um, they did this kids in Yiddish special that I watched last night, and it was just, it was so amazing and so joyful, and, and I, I just definitely love hearing, hearing Yiddish more and learning more about the culture and, and just, it's, there's, it's, it's so, it's really a joyful thing. And since you wrote the book, um, A Look Inside, I have to ask you, uh, you worked with Michal Yashinsky, who worked with us here at the Yiddish Book Center for years, and it was fun to see him as a Yiddish actor, which he's so good at. Uh, any fun stories about working with Michal? Oh, of course, because Michal is the best. I don't even have to, like, think hard about that. Um, I would just, Michal is um, one of those actors who brings something slightly new to the table every time he performs. So when we're watching him in the wedding scene, you know, he's like the host of the wedding. And every time for that moment, I felt like on stage, everyone was just the most present because he was the most present and bringing all of these nuances and, and fun things. And we would really just be watching him and being so entertained and laughing. And um, yeah, he, he's really, really special in that way where you just feel so inspired um, watching him because he's so fresh and, and creative. And I guess I'd ask you also, when, when this was in rehearsals, was there a lot of back-and-forth conversation about the story? I mean, it's, got, it's, so, it's such a legendary uh, play, and then also it has the Tevi of the Dairyman story. Um, so was that something that you all had to consider in, in working on bringing it to the stage? Yeah, we, we all did a lot of um, a lot of work on on looking at those resources and um, uh, Sabina Brunker, who is our our Yiddish coach as well and and works at the Folkspina. She she had us have all these amazing resources and we would go and we would watch like in the theater. I remember one time we went and we watched these these old movies. Um, and I actually had the Tevian and the Dairyman stories and, and was reading them um, because my teacher, my teacher gave me a copy of her book, which was really cool. But we, we talked a lot about all of that. And we were also in the Holocaust Museum. So we got to go on a tour and, and also just be there every day. And, and we were really immersed in that um, environment that I feel like it was constantly in our minds that the story we were telling was so, is so real and it's so important to tell. 
Well, you certainly had quite an experience, um, and it's early in your career. You've already been in a smash hit, learned Yiddish, uh, and have written a book. <laughs> so what's next? What's next? Um, now I'm, I'm finishing up. I'm in my senior year of college at Manhattan School of Music, and I'm so excited to, I'm, I'm finishing up school, and, and it's, it's really cool. Excellent. And do you think that um, there'll be another run once we're able to go back into the theaters? I hope so. You know, we're, they were talking about tours a lot, and I think it's hard right now with tours with the pandemic, but they're going to happen someday, and, and it's going to be amazing when they do. Excellent. And um, also, I think it's safe to say that the cast has had some fun virtually with uh, – doing a few little YouTube performances, yes? Yeah. Maybe you can mention one or two of those, and our uh, listeners can go in search of those as well. Ooh, um, let's see. Well, well, tonight, actually, and I don't know when this comes, but um, it'll, be, it'll be up after tonight, so it'll be there. Um, we're doing a segment on Stars in the House with Seth Rodesky, and I'm really excited for that, so... You can look that up on YouTube. Great. Now, let's, uh, the book is On the Roof, A Look Inside Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish, and it's available in bookstores across the country, yes? Yes. In- including, we'll have it in our store, which is shop.yiddishbookcenter.org. Um, well, it's been great to connect with you, Sammy. Um, I enjoyed your performance. I look forward to reading the book cover to cover and getting some really good insights. Uh, I know it just came out, so I don't have a copy in front of me yet. Um, and uh, we look forward to sort of watching where your career goes. You're, you've had a great success so far, and I'm sure that you will you will continue on in that vein. Yay, thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being on, and uh, when, uh, when we can open up again, let's plan for you to come for a visit and you can sort of see what it looks like to be in a library with a million Yiddish books. Um, So stay well and stay safe and thanks again and uh, I hope our listeners go grab a copy of On the Roof, A Look Inside Fiddler, On the Roof in Yiddish. Take care. You've been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Sarah Blakefeld. Be well, be healthy, and tune in again soon. Mm-hmm.